What's up, guys? How you doing? I'm Paul. I'm Morgan. Mm. In today's video, we are reacting, Christians react, to the newest Jubilee video over on their channel. Uh, the title of it is something along the lines of, Do All Evangelicals, no, Do All Evangelical Christians <laughs> Think the Same? We had people send it to you, someone sent it to me, they said, can you guys react to it? So I'm like, ooh, I, can I just say this real quick? I thought... Yeah. I. I have found that when Jubilee makes these type of videos where they bring in the two sides, it's mm -hmm. actually pretty well, like well-rounded representation. Mm -hmm. Whereas, uh, and I'm saying that because we watched the Emmanuel Acho Uncomfortable Conversations right. of Roe v. Wade. It yeah. was not both sides represented. Here you at least have, we're about to get to it, but this is very interesting and I'm excited to react to it. We're going to be playing a number of clips from the interview or no, I guess from the video, not really interview. Right. All right. But first, if you're new here, make sure you subscribe to this channel. We're giving commentary on culture, social issues, and faith to help you be in the world. Oh, I mean, there has never been a better time to say that <laughs> than right now. But of the word. <laughs> Morgan, tell them. Tell them what we got for them today. All right, you guys. We're wearing our brand spanking new merch. <laughs> And look, even right here. Uh, where is it? Right here. Okay. Shield your eyes, Morgan. Oh, yeah. We always have to hide our faces so that it can zoom in on that. Um, we are wearing our brand new merch, you guys. It's available on our website, thepaulandmorganshow.com. Right now. We linked it. Go get it. We linked it below. It's only available for two weeks. Grab the sweater as well. Till August 30th, you may purchase. So we got the crew neck sweater. We got the short sleeve shirts. Um, these, this is the first time. So this is like our 2.0 of our last line of merch, which said in the world, but of the word, this mm -hmm. one, and then Romans 12, two, which is do not conform longer, do not be formed any longer. The patterns of this world will be transformed by the renewing of your mind. This is the first time we've had it embroidered and the word word is boldened and it is in all caps. We're really excited for this new line, and we would love for you guys to jump in, get yourself some, support us in that way. It's honestly a really um, great way that you can support the channel, and we greatly appreciate it. You're going to look good, baby. You're going to look real good. Two weeks. You got two weeks to get it. All Only right, Morgan. Two weeks, and so, then it's gone. Yes, correct, correct. <laughs> Morgan, so back to um, this Jubilee video. If you guys have watched any Jubilee videos, Morgan, had you seen any of theirs before today? Yes, I've seen several. Pull up the picture of the thumbnail of this video. There you have it. Yeah, this is their like their spectrum. They got like a spectrum, uh, I guess, playlist or series. Keep it up there for just a minute. They've got a few different series. This one um, was probably the third video from Jubilee I've, I've watched. And yeah, I found it really interesting. I actually love videos like this in the YouTube space because they're able to tackle topics like LGBTQ, um, like Roe v. Wade, like all these other things, but I don't feel like it's going to be censored or mm -hmm. I don't feel I, because it's like they're actually having these healthy two-sided dialogues. I think those are awesome. True. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yep. so I'm, I'm pumped to react to this. They let everyone share their sides although i will say okay i feel like this video specifically they did not have a balance well we're about to stink and balance it out baby a balance of like 
evangelical Christians. There's one guy in particular that you're about to see that feels a little bit like the, uh, what would you call them, the outlier, the black sheep. And it's fascinating. The last thing I'll say before we play the first clip, notice as the clips progress, the way that the other Christians, because these are they all claim to be Christians, the way the other Christians kind of respond to this certain guy who's really bold and is not afraid to make the kind of hard stands, if you will. Let's go ahead and play the first clip. I We wanted all these clips to be 20 seconds or less for the sake of just being careful with monetization and stuff. So we have fast, we have sped up some of the clips, but I think that they're all fine. You guys will be able to, to hear what's going on. Let's do it know that we're just called to love our neighbors and if my neighbor's LGBTQ there's no reason why I can't love them especially where we live like to not invite people of that community into our churches into our lives into whatever we have going on would be just like a big loss for the church so the format of this is they have all of these Christian evangelicals and they'll ask a question and then the evangelicals will walk to a certain uh position like there's i guess different markers on the ground agree strongly no strongly agree to strongly disagree and they walk anywhere from like all the way over to one end or in the middle strongly disagree disagree somewhat disagree somewhat agree agree strongly agree and the first question was uh do you support the lgbtq community so we're getting things kicked off uh, there were a number of questions. I think there were like four or five questions. We just pulled out the clips that we wanted to respond to. You guys, we linked the full video below. Go watch it. But yeah, we, we thought these were really good conversational clips. So first girl, Morgan, and mm-hmm. she's just coming out saying the Christians and the church would be missing a big opportunity if we don't love and embrace the LGBTQ community. And I think it said that she was uh, said agree to this. Mm-hmm. So, any thoughts there right off the bat? Yeah, it's interesting because at first she was kind of like, you know, we're called to love our neighbors, so I think it would be really just like bad of the church if we didn't love on the LGBTQ plus community. And I think that there's a difference between like being kind and caring to your next door neighbor literally let's say your next door neighbor is a, a part of the lgbtq which we, we do have uh, yes. neighbors that i can see their house right now that have the <laughs> rainbow flag in the front yard and i think it's two lesbians that live there <laughs> what what is just reality so we, we can relate to what she's saying so right. far so to like act like there and maybe well i know that there are but I would say the majority of Christians are not going to be nasty to those neighbors Mm -hmm. or like hateful. And we actually used to live um, (laughs) even closer, like next next door neighbors to a lesbian couple. And I would take Squishy over to their house and let her play in their backyard while I would talk to the ladies. And like, of course, I'm going to be kind to them. No one's disagreeing (laughs) with what she just said. This girl... You'll, you'll get a feel for her positions. And we have a number of clips, so I don't want to talk too long. Yeah. But I think the biggest question to ask here is, okay, we agree with what she just said, but what does it mean to love the LGBTQ community? And that's a question we got to ask because are we Bible-believing Christians or mm-hmm. are we not? Once you've established, okay, I'm a Bible-believing Christian, what does the Bible say 
is right, is good, what does it call a sin, and then you love accordingly to that. Also, there's a difference between someone who's a part of that community that does not claim to be a Christian at all, just living that lifestyle and in the world. There's a much bigger difference if we're saying, invite these people to church, they're Christians too, they're living totally holy lives, that's a different story, but anyhow. And real quick, before we play the next clip, you'll uh, notice, that you might be able to notice, but I'm looking at a picture for the question, I support the LGBTQ community. Every one of the evangelical Christians, except for one, went over to the either somewhat agree, agree, or strongly agree. Um, so... Actually, it looks like three of them were on agree, three of them, or two of them were on somewhat agree. Right. Next clip. See, that's the thing. I agree with everything that you've said because I know that God loves them, and they are a minority group that's been persecuted wrongfully, and I believe no one should be shamed or beat up based on their sexual orientation. But the thing is, um, what people do with their sex life in their own bedrooms is none of my business. I'm not going to say anything about that. I don't, I don't really care what they do. But when they come to my area and they tell me that my God thinks all that is okay, that's when I have a problem. But in and someone uh, on the live chat said, the question said support, not love. So you have almost all of them here mm -hmm. saying, I support the LGBTQ community. Yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah, it's getting into a little bit of shaky grounds there for all these Christians. Yeah. Um, I like what Jason said. Let's if go. you guys don't know, Jason's the Let's go, Jason! <laughs> He's going to be the one that's basically always separated from these other people. And watch how the, watch the way they relate to Jason as it goes on, particularly one guy. You'll, I'll, I'll, you'll see what I mean. <laughs> but Jason, I like what he said in that he's like, I don't care what anyone does until they start telling me that God says he's okay with it. If it's not biblically accurate, that's when I'm going to be like, no, I don't support this. Um, and that is where I'm like, okay, yeah, agreed. Why are all of these other people over here saying I support LGBTQ plus like lifestyle? Yeah. Yada, yada. Um, yeah. Guys, real quick, give this video a thumbs up, if nothing else, for Jason's boldness. <laughs> Seriously, for Jason's boldness, hop out, just give it a thumbs up, and then you can hop back into the live chat. Um, I applaud him and I actually commented on the video and just said, Jason rocks. I said something <laughs> else, but I was like, Jason rocks. All right, next one. Would you say that being gay is a sin? No. What do you think would classify being a part of the LGBT community? Homosexual activity. Because I would consider, my, like, I'm gay, but, like, for some Christians, like, just phrasing that is, like, horrifying because they believe that being gay is a sin. Personally, I think that there's cultural and societal attachments to the concept of being gay, but if you just take it down to the textbook, I mean, being gay is simply attraction to the same sex. Okay, now we're getting into some interesting stuff. <gasps> this guy, interesting dude. He's an interesting dude. <laughs> who pretty much just said, I'm I'm gay. Mm -hmm. And you say that to some Christians and they flip out. Yeah. So what do you call gay? And then they talk a little bit on like, well, I mean, we heard Jason say homosexual activity is when it becomes a sin. Mm -hmm. We're not sure if that other guy, I don't think he ever said in the actual video if he participates in the homosexual activity part. I think he's been in another video of Jubilee and did say he is not, he does not act on the sexual attraction. Okay, fair enough. Um, or on the attraction to the same sex, whatever. So, it's interesting that he would still identify himself as gay, but he doesn't perhaps act on it. Mm -hmm. Um yeah. That is interesting. So that's a whole that's a very interesting topic. What are your all's thoughts? Comment comment below when it comes to the topic of someone 
identifying as gay, but not acting on it. Um, you know, the other guy just said, Christians freak out. And it's like, I, I would say if someone is, if someone says, and I've had this, you know, happen, someone come, he's just, we're in conversation or he's talking and he says, I struggle with same sex attraction. I have same sex attraction, but I believe that the, what, what the Bible says about homosexuality, homosexuality. So I'm not going to act on it, but I do struggle with it. Mm-hmm. I would say, fair enough. I, I think absolutely you could struggle with same sex attraction, mm-hmm. choose not to act on it and be a Christian. Yeah. Don't I mean, would you say anything else to that? No, I agree. Unless you're acting upon it, I don't it's not a sin. You're choosing to fight that fleshly desire. A lot of people are choosing to fight fleshly desires all the time. I mean, every day. Right. So it's like as long as we're not acting upon them and living in them, we're not in sin. So. And I mean, I, I appreciate people that say, hey, you know that you can like overcome this. Mm-hmm. Just like if I uh, had a PORN addiction, I would hear people given like messages of you can overcome this. And I, I, I believe that I applaud that. But also it can be a very lengthy process and it may be something that you have to battle for a while mm-hmm. or even just the, the attraction part. Mm-hmm. You may have to say no to the flesh over and over and over again. It may not just be a snap of your fingers and you're delivered. And so just be ready. Like as long as we live on this earth, there's going to be a level of spiritual battle. We battle not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers and principalities in the heavenly realms. Get ready to put on the full full armor of God um, and step up to the plate, no matter what your battle is. Homosexuality, uh, drunkenness, thievery, lust, lust of the same sex, of opposite sex, you know? Yep. Right. And like, I don't think I should have any opinion in that matter because it's not my life, it's not my sex life, you know what I mean? Because we don't have opinions on heterosexual relationships, I mean, aside from like, aside from sex before marriage, but it's like, we're not asking people what they're doing in their free time, you know what I mean? So she, she had just said, and I actually d- took this part out, I almost left it in because you guys are a mature audience, <laughs> you could have handled it, but it kind of, you noticed the black dude's eyes kind of went big. She had pretty much just said, you know, none of my business what two gay guys do. And she kind of described something that I felt like, eh, I'm just going to not leave that in. I'm going to take that part out. She said, but ultimately she's saying it's not my business. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on that? A, what She claims to be a, an ev- evangelical Christian. She says, but it's not my business what they do in the bedroom. We don't judge heterosexual couples on the stuff they do, assuming it's not premarital sex. Um, okay, it's not your business, but does that mean you, like, support it? Does that mean you walk alongside them and encourage them in their sex life? Like, I don't I don't know. I just feel like... It's obvious she has not watched the Paul and Morgan show, especially <laughs> in the olden days, because we were all over the heterosexual couples that were doing stuff that they shouldn't pre-marriage. And we weren't just stopping and saying heterosexual couples that are boyfriends and girlfriends don't have sex, but everything else goes because it's none of our business. We're going to stay out of what you do in your bedroom, but, you know, don't have sex. But other than that, you guys fool around as much as you want. We were all up in your all's business. Granted, we were talk- like specifically talking to Christians. Talking to Christians. 
people who identify as Christians. We were saying, guys, be above reproach. Don't give Satan a foothold. Protect your purity, and your purity looks more than just... Sorry. <laughs> You're getting intense, boy. Your purity, your purity goes beyond just your virginity. Yes. And we said that over and over again. Like, let's let's honor God with our bodies. Keep the marriage bed holy. Flee sexual immorality. We were all about that. So she's making these blanket statements that I just frankly don't agree with. Mm-hmm. I think now we're moving on to the next topic, which uh, is... One last one. Oh, okay, thank you. <laughs> and the LGBTQ. I think a question we have to ask as evangelicals is why the LGBTQ community doesn't feel safe in our spaces. And I think that is a question that should be primary of if we really do love and accept people as made in the image of God, why don't they feel safe? And why do they feel like they have to leave our spaces? And I've had so many gay friends leave the church, leave Christianity. All right, here's my thought on this. Give it to us, baby. Come on. Come on. Feeling safe and feeling comfortable are two very different things. And I think she should be using the word comfortable here rather than safe. I don't know what church a gay person is going to walk into and feel unsafe in the sense of any second now someone could stab me or my life is in danger. I am unsafe here. What do you think she's what do you think she's referring to there? Just unsafe in that, like, oh, they don't accept their sin. And so to me, that's more like they're not comfortable in church. The LGBTQ plus people aren't comfortable in church because they're being called out in their sin. They're being told, hey, the way you're living your life is not biblically accurate, is not honoring to God. You've got to repent. You've got to turn to the Lord. Um... And so, to me, I, I'm just kind of tired of this whole, like, churches should be a safe place. Churches are absolutely a safe place for anyone. Most churches. There might be some weird churches. There are well, definitely some weird churches Can we acknowledge there. <laughs> that there are churches that are pretty brutal? Yes. But I think that it's, it's so easy for people like her to dwell on those. Because it right. kind of sets you up as the social justice warrior Christian that's, mm-hmm. you know, the safe, ultimate safe place. Right. Those are the fringe ones, at least in my In my opinion, it is the minor- minority of churches that are literally, like, just savage. Any savage. church that we've gone to, right. if we brought a gay friend, they would, oh my goodness. they would feel loved. But you might hear a sermon. Right. Of where, and there's plenty of... Uh, passages where it gives like lists of sins and homosexuality skip over those they may not skip over those passages so is that not a safe place anymore whoa whoa or Um, is it uncomfortable and it's interesting because that girl that just spoke is actually i believe she said she's in school to be a a pastor oh boy (laughs) so that's a whole nother topic that they actually talk about some um but yeah so it's very interesting that whole safe space we had family members actually that about five years ago before they really started pursuing the Lord and ultimately gave their lives to the Lord, um, they they made a really big deal. It was when Trump became president, like right during that time, and they made a really big deal of posting online, hey, LGBTQ, you're about to uh, be so persecuted and our home is a safe space. Fair enough, but... Again, it's all that safe space stuff is so just overused, man. In my in my opinion, yeah. not saying it doesn't happen, but 
at this point, 2022 America, 2022 American churches. This conversation of LGBT, the gays don't feel safe in church anymore. I'm like, no, they don't feel comfortable in the church anymore. And anyone living in sin is not going to feel comfortable in a God-fearing, Bible-teaching church. You're just not. You shouldn't feel You guys let us let us know in the comments. Let us know your thoughts on that. There, there's our thoughts on it. There's our experience from the churches we've been to. From the and we've been to a number of churches. We've seen a number of churches, but like Morgan said, I mean, I can think of uh, was it Greg Locke, mm-hmm. who he's pretty savage. But even him, I don't know much about him. Uh, he's from Nashville, and I I don't follow him closely. But I think about him being just like super intense, and it's like I, I, there are going to be pastors that come down really hard, and maybe come down too hard to right. where it's like this is the only we're going to focus on this sin. Mm-hmm. beat it just over and over and over again in our sermons and then leave out the other sins. Yeah. But I think even him and most of those are probably pretty intense on a lot of sins. Right. All right. Yeah. Moving into Roe v. Wade now. So the question we're about to get to, you guys are going to see, is going to be, I support the overturning of Roe v. Wade. And you can see where they, uh, where the people head. I think you can absolutely believe in the sanctity of life and the sacredness of choice. Um, and when it comes to medical decisions, I don't see why anyone else should have a say. There are no other like ways that the government is regulating body, bodily decisions. I feel like it's just making abortion unsafe. It's making it much more difficult for women in low-income communities to get out of their cycles. And so I think it's just going to do a lot more harm than good. And- so we're getting a pretty good idea of where this particular girl, how she how she sees life. She's one of those that we talked with about, talked about with Lila Rose about just like, I'm pro-life, but I'm also pro-choice. Yeah. Did she even say she's pro? I don't even know if she said she's pro-life. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, she's standing. It sounds like she's saying like, I believe that we can, you know, stand for life and also the, yeah. The option to choose or whatever. I would be curious where this girl stands on when... A lot of things. Well, yes, but when, you know, the vid was high and mighty and going crazy and everyone was f- wanting to force everyone in America and the world to get the... Did you have the bodily freedom? Hokey wokey. Yeah, right, right. Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> I would be interested if she was on the side of, oh, you better get this. Because if that's the case, then I'm like, so you don't believe in bodily autonomy. So You guys know what Morgan means by the vid. The, the co meets <laughs> the vid. Uh, also, she is standing, if you guys, uh, just for reference, I support the overturning of Roe v. Wade. You have one person right in the middle. She is standing at strongly disagree. She strongly disagrees with supporting the overturning of Roe v. Wade. And then three of them are on the somewhat agree. And then our boy Jason Give a thumbs up for Jason right now. Give this video a thumbs up for Jason. He is standing at the strongly agree. Let's go, baby. All right, next one. And as you mentioned, I think there's a lot of issues around abortion and Roe v. Wade, but I don't really see this as an evangelical issue or even a religious issue. I see it as a moral issue. When is it okay to kill a baby? And overturning Roe v. Wade is saying you shouldn't. All right, so this so our boy Jason is about to take some flack because he just came out and said, "When is it okay to kill a baby?" 
and they're about to push on him and say, don't use that. Don't use that explosive language, Jason. That is just, we shouldn't be using that from the pulpit. Yeah. I mean, I don't, <laughs> listen, you listen. Okay. I can easily get riled up. Use that language. <laughs> I need, I need to check myself because there are people that this is a very, you know, they're sorting these things out. They're kind of on the fence. They've gone through very difficult experiences, or maybe they've had to, I'm not saying they've had to, but they've, they've faced these type of experiences and it is gut wrenching. My heart goes out to you, but I'm not going to water down the truth of what Jason is saying. We need that spoken, spoken up from the pulpit, spoken in love, spoken in gentleness, pleading with people to see the truth of what's really happening here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is killing a baby. So there's that. Next video. I don't even think any pro-choice person is wanting to kill babies. I think that is a very harsh uh, use of language because also 70% of women who have had abortions identify as Christian. And so in using language like that, especially when it's coming from the pulpit or whether whatever it is that is so harmful because women in your churches and your pews and your small groups and whatever, someone there has probably had to be like faced with that decision. And so when we as the church are using such harsh language, it's kind of putting a wall, it's putting a barrier and it's pushing people away. And it's, it's putting a wall, it's putting a barrier, it's pushing people away because 70% I don't know the exact statistic. It's kind of put it up on the screen. 70% of women who are getting abortions are Christians, claim to be Christians, um, which is just beyond me. Insane, wild. I'll tell you why atrocious. that is. It goes back to the uh, Chelsea Smith, Pastor Judah Smith's wife, Pastor Chelsea Smith, and the performance that she gave on Uncomfortable Conversations with Emmanuel Acho. Mm -hmm. She's the pastor in that group. And she came out looking like she supported Roe v. Wade. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I, uh, this idea of like, it's so harsh and painful to say killing babies. I don't even think pro-choice people want to kill babies. Well, there are some crazy ones out there, as we've seen recently in the news. Um, but I understand that there are pro-choice people out there who aren't like, yeah, kill a baby. They're more like, let the woman choose and fight for the woman. Um, but it, that doesn't matter because it is killing a child. There is a baby being murdered, losing their life, being taken away, no longer existing. And I don't care. And maybe that's like a, a harsh thing to say, but I don't care if telling someone what an abortion is which is ending a child's life hurts their feelings because if it'll wake them up if it'll shake them out of their stupor out of their selfishness it, if yeah. it will help them realize what they're about to do or what they have done and repent yeah then that's what matters it's kind of like holding up signs with uh the the abortion process Mm -hmm. visually on the signs mm -hmm. and you get people that come by and say why would you hold those up those are offensive those are They're so violent they freaking should be because of the reality of what's going on yeah. you guys are saying you you support choice but then you don't want to show the reality of what's going on with that choice mm -hmm. yeah. um also i'm not trying to, to go off on chelsea clinton but i'm i was, I was <laughs> chelsea clinton chelsea smith <laughs> Thank you. But I was sorely disappointed. I'm not saying she is pro-choice, but again, the, the flock needs their pastors 
to be taking biblical stands, to be standing for truth, standing on the word of God. And if I was just watching that, maybe sitting on the fence, the 70% that have had abortions that claim to be Christians, and I'm watching that, seeking truth from a pastor, I would have come away saying, this panel of people that all claim to be Christians are very much pro-choice, and that pastor, Chelsea Smith, is at least very empathetic and is not making any stands for life, really. Just She's just showing a ton of empathy. Yeah. That's putting it nicely. Yep. All right, next. I also do think that there is something somewhat disheartening about how this looks right now, that all males are on this side and all females are on that side. Personally, I don't necessarily agree with like using the language of killing babies because like that's like the darkest day in some of these like ladies' lives, like the darkest day. It's the darkest day in here some we, of these ladies' lives. Here we so go we again. Should definitely not use the language of killing babies. Can I tell you? Who else it's a dark day for? The baby. The baby. That Angel doesn't want to acknowledge for whatever reason. Angel, your name is Angel. For crying out loud, be an angel to these babies. <laughs> and the women. We can do both. We can do both. Guys, I know there are going to be, I'm confident there will be people that watch this. And we prayed before this and we were like, there's going to be people that watch this that feel like their version of Christianity was represented in certain people represented by the girl who's standing over on the far left side right now who's represented by angel there and they're going to be like yes thank you that's the evangelical christian or that's the christian that i am i'm grateful that i'm represented we're not trying to be mean to you but we do desire to challenge you we desire you to desire to challenge you like jason's about to do are you a christian that believes in the word of God. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Mm -hmm. Are you a Christian that believes the words of Jesus or are you a crino, Christian in name only? I'm trying to get to the root of this because I believe we're in the last days, whatever that means. You know, the end is coming and you want to be on the right side when Jesus comes back. So we feel compelled enough to warn you to get your butt in the word of God and get to obeying what it says. Yeah, and stop worrying so much about what others think. I get this sense from Angel in that he does not want to make anyone feel bad or uncomfortable or, yeah. um, you know, called out or convicted in any way. So he's kind of trying to play to both sides. And like him saying, you know, it's it's sad to me that all the men are on this side and the women are on this side. And... I feel a little bad about that. And like, why do you, what about the babies? Why do you feel bad about this? Stop. Angel, I think is the, exactly like you're saying, he's an example mm -hmm. of someone that has more empathy than Jesus. Mm -hmm. He's all about empathy. Right now, I'm looking at the picture. He is on, Angel right now is on somewhat agree. And then you have the girl who's way over strongly disagree. You have two people on somewhat disagree. And then you have our boy, Jason, who's on strongly agree. What you're about to see in this 10th clip is Angel, just a, literally exactly what Morgan was saying. He's about to hear, and this is what I was alluding to. He's the guy that I was alluding to that responds. Just watch what happens in this final clip. And it is sped up pretty fast because it's a longer clip. 
So just try to keep up with it. Um, try to watch what's going on. Also, Jason's mic starts getting kind of staticky, so you'll notice text down at the bottom. But uh, see if you can follow along with it. Watch what happens with Angel. And if I could, I'll go more that way. Because you're right, there are a lot of issues. And personally, I haven't experienced them. But I think the question is still, when is it okay to kill a baby? I just don't feel like as a guy, like, I can say much to, like, I don't know. Maybe I, I don't know what I'm doing I right now. <laughs> right. If it was about opinions, which basketball team is better? I think opinions, whatever. Everybody's opinions is the same. But because as evangelicals, we stand on what the word of God is saying to us. Oh, boy. First off, praise the Lord for Jason, because these people are pushing on him. They're saying, you're using too inflammatory, too harsh language. And then, so I'm thinking to myself, what's Jason about to do when the camera pans over to him? He says, if I could, I would go even more further this side. I would go further on this side, even hearing you guys pander and justify and show too much empathy, show your loving, empathetic towards the women, which I, I do have a heart towards the women. You know, I do have a heart towards the tough situations they're in. Yes. But nevertheless, he's like, but man, I'm standing on the word of God and I wish I could go even more in this direction. Well done, Jason. Come on, dude. And what did you notice Angel do there when he heard Jason's radical Christianity, if you will? He was like, I can't be standing this close to this guy. I'm out. I'm going even further away from him because he just sounds so intense and harsh. Which really he didn't, honestly. Jason did a really good job of just... He was so gentle. Yeah, he was so gentle of speaking biblical truth and just being kind about it and just like, hey, here's what God's word says. You guys are claiming to be evangelical Christians. Why the heck are we so far off on this? Morgan, do you remember the Bible passage that I shared? Um where Jesus, I mean, Jesus ultimately says, you know, if, if the world loves you, beware, because they love the false prophets who told them what they wanted to hear. Mm -hmm. But don't mm -hmm. be surprised if the world hates you. Mm -hmm. It hated me first. Hated me first. And I just see five out of six of those people giving the world what the world wants to hear. Yep. And again, I'm not, I'm not calling them false Christians. I have concerns particularly for one of those individuals, but I'm not going to call them fake Christians, false Christians, but I would just say, consider this, I, whatever you want. I, we are lovingly rebuking. I would say we're lovingly rebuking some of you for looking too much like the world. Um, and Angel, you kind of had a chance there to hear someone that's speaking righteousness if you will, similar to a prophet in the Old Testament who gave them the truth of God that didn't sit well with the kings, that didn't sit well with the people, and he was rejected, that was kind of Jason in that situation. And you had a chance to cling to God's, God's man or separate yourself, and you separated yourself, angel. Yeesh. That's my, I mean, that's the way I saw that. Yeah. Angel was not, I mean, uh, Jason is not necessarily a prophet, of God, like in the Old Testament, but that's kind of a, that, yeah, that's how I kind of took that. Yep. Agreed. Final thoughts? Wild times we're living in. <laughs> were we too hard on them? <laughs> I don't know. You guys comment below. Com let us know. Comment below. Were Paul and Morgan too hard on the five out of six that were in this video? Were we too hard on them? There were a lot more clips. 
go watch the full video. It's actually not that long. What did you guys think of our analysis of it? Let us know in the comments and share your perspective on Angel, on Jason, or on the other ones that were in there. Um, yeah, we would love to keep the combo going. And I'm, I'm willing to hear your all's perspective, even if it's different than ours. Yeah, and I think that this is just a good representation of what happens when you start becoming so concerned with what the world thinks about you and you start hearing the world's voice louder than hearing God's voice and you don't know God's word as well as you know what the world thinks on things. And so like this is just the perfect reminder of what we have on our shirts and what we say at the beginning of our videos to be in the world but of the word. Romans 12, 2 is talking about how don't conform to this world, but rather know God's voice. Because when you know God's voice, you know his will and you are not afraid to live that out in this world. And yeah, like Jesus said, don't be surprised when the world hates you. They hated me first. And you know that if they hate you, you are mine. I much, much would much rather be Jesus's than jesse's i don't know who jesse is but he's someone in the world <laughs> yeah i would much rather hear well done my good and faithful servant from jesus than well done we love you from the world well done yo yo my yeah. friend Boop. okay there we go <laughs> guys get yourself some merch seriously you got two weeks to get it and we would love to have lots of people wearing these we're pumped about it all right link in bio be blessed you guys in description description link in the description we'll catch you all again very soon. And if any of you watch this from the panel, take it how you want. Take it how you want. <laughs> All right. Catch you guys again very soon. Have hope. And be free. If you're in the live, we'll be right back. Hey guys, as you may have noticed, we get very few brand deals, which is why our patrons, the names you see here, are so important. You guys really are the lifeblood of this ministry. We could not do this without you all. If you believe in this content and you want to partner with us on Patreon, click the link below or just go to patreon.com slash Paul and Morgan Show.